Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, can I have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben and Maria podcast. For one break, we previewed what the plan is for this week's show. Once again, talking about the Giants and their upcoming games over the next week. But before I do that, got to recap how we did on the last episode. Overall, not the best week for us, and it was a pretty decent week for the Giants. But starting off with the actual picks for the games, on the Thursday game, we were right about the Padres, thought Snell would pitch well, and the Padres won 10 nothing. Then we were right about Friday's game, we thought that Webb would pitch better than Davies, and the Giants won. Then we were wrong on Saturday, we thought that the Giants would lose because Kelly had success against the Giants in his career, and Kelly was not very good as the Giants won the game 7-6. to Then we were a bit wrong on the Sunday game. We didn't really have a thought on the side, but we did a lean to the over, and that did not work out, as Nelson and DiScofani were okay. Nelson mostly was pretty good. Then in the Tuesday game, we ended up losing because we thought that Gaussman would pitch well, and we weren't sold on wood. Gaussman did pitch well, but but uh, you ended up seeing the Giants pitch a goose egg. So the Giants won that game, and then you ended up seeing Logan Webb lose on Wednesday. Uh, got shelled early on, and they could never really recover. So the Giants lost the one six one. So good start to the week, bad finish. But for the Giants themselves basically broke even it wasn't a great episode either way Giants went three and three so they're still 10 games over they're in a pretty good spot uh but either way point is hopefully they'll be able to uh win a couple more games over the next week but time to get into the actual picks for the upcoming games and full disclosure it's going to be a really annoying episode because of the Giants pitching staff and how there's a lot of blank spots, especially on the Sunday game between the Giants and the Mets. I don't have any pitchers for that game, so I'm not sure how I'm going to go about it, but I'm going to try to figure something out. But to go through the games that I have for this week where both pitchers are listed, the Saturday game on July 1st and the Monday game on July 3rd. That's it. Every other game is one listed pitcher or zero. So we're going to have to get creative, but hopefully we'll be able to get it done anyway. But starting off with the Thursday game, you have a matchup against Toronto once again. Series finale, and you're looking at Bassett on the mound. And so far this season, he has been decent. Bit of a home run issue, giving up 16 home runs. Once again, the Giants have not stated who the pitcher is going to be. Bassett, though, has really not been great his last couple outings. He was really good against the Astros on the 6th as he went eight innings, gave up two runs. Since then, he's been a bit of a mess. Three innings, eight runs against the Orioles, three and two-thirds, five runs, three of them earned against Texas, and five innings, four runs against the Athletics. 
And once again, it's the Athletics who just gave up a perfect game. So, yeah, they're not exactly, I'd say it's not a good sign for Bassett going into this outing. So I do think I'm going to lean to the Giants in this spot. Now, once again, the problem is, I don't know who's pitching for San Francisco, but I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not the biggest fan of Bassett. He has been a lot better at home. I'll admit that. Uh, so far the season at home, 46 and a third innings pitched, 2.72 ERA. But simply put, I'm not sold on the recent form. Toronto should be laying at home. And you look at the numbers against Bassett, and the Giants have actually done pretty well against them. Not that many at-bats, though. 31 at-bats with the active players. And the 31 at-bats, they have a 310 batting average and a 355 on base percentage. Mostly Crawford and Peterson. Peterson's four for six with two home runs against Bassett. So look for him to potentially uh, have a phenomenal game. But still, the point is, I am going to go with the Giants in this one. Probably plus money. I'm not a fan of Bassett's form. And because of that, I am going to fade him. But moving on to the next game, you have a series going on against the Mets, a three-game set taking place in City Field. Starting off on Friday, once again, you have an undecided pitcher for the Giants, but you do have Carrasco on the mound for the Mets. And Carrasco has not been good all year long. 6.19 ERA, 1.56 whip. Even the last couple outings, he's gone less than five innings in each of the last three outings. The Mets have lost each of the last four starts. So I'm going with the Giants once again. Just simply put, I think Carrasco is, I don't want to say fully washed, but he's not good. And he's been really bad at City Field. So far this season at home, 18 and two-thirds innings pitched, 8.2 ERA, and he's allowed six home runs in 18 and two-thirds innings pitched. I just don't think he's very good. Just simply put, and the Mets, we know, can't win games. They lost a series. Or I should say they lost two of the first three. I believe their series against Milwaukee is a four-game series. But the point is they can't win a series. I don't think the Mets have won a series in the entire month of June. So I'm not going to pick them to start now. Uh, the Mets are a bad team. And I do think, once again, they might be laying at home. I'm not interested. He, Carrasco does have good numbers against the Giants' active batters. In 33 plate appearances, a 152 batting average, and a 176 on base percentage. But still, I can't trust Carrasco. He doesn't go much dang, much uh, length anyway. And Showalter's been a mess with the bullpen. So the Mets might blow the lead anyway if they get one. So even with the Giants not having a listed pitcher, I'm going to pick them to win the first two games of this episode. Because one, you get to fade the Mets. Two, you get to fade Bassett. I think that's pretty good value either way. So give me the Giants in both those games. I can't really link to the total on either because, once again, I don't know who's pitching for the Giants, so I'm going to have to skip the total on that one. But looking at the Saturday game, we finally have a matchup with two pitchers that are actually listed. You have Di Scalfani pitching against Verlander. Now, Verlander was good last time out against the Brewers, did lose the game 2-1 to one off of that two-run homer he gave up. But he... Oh, sorry, he only went five innings in that one. Apologies. But he went five innings, no runs against the Brewers, seven innings, four runs against the Astros, six innings, one run against the Yankees, three innings, five runs, four runs against the Braves, six innings, one run against the Blue Jays. But all the good starts I mentioned a second ago were at home, and all the bad starts were on the road. So to go through Verlander's numbers, his road numbers, 5.67 ERA, home numbers, 2.7 ERA. So Verlander's been really good at home, and I do think that he should pitch well in this matchup. And I think you know where I stand with Di Scalfani. I don't think he's very good, and I think because of that, I'm going to pick the Mets in this one. Even though, once again, they could blow any game, Verlander should be a pretty decent favorite. I will go with the Mets' first five, probably minus a half here. 
Adiscafani was okay last outing, six innings, two runs against the Diamondbacks, but I just am not sold on him as a pitcher at this stage in his career. I'm not going to call him a junk ball pitcher, but I wish he had better stuff. Let's put it that way. And I do think that Verlander, once again at home, has been dominant for the last month. So I'll go with Verlander and the Mets uh, in the first five, minus a half. As for the actual total in this game, I'm going to lean to the under. I don't feel great about it, but at least Di has been okay recently. Still not great, still not a fan of him, but I do think you're going to end up seeing a Verlander pitch a gem. So give me the under in this game, and I will take the Mets' first five. But now you get into the Sunday game, and once again, I got nothing on this one because I don't know who's pitching for either team. So for the sake of this, I'm not even going to try to project who's going to start. I'm just going to go on my team perspective. I'm going to lean to the Giants. For example, the Mets were favored tonight. I should say on Wednesday night. I mean, they were favored on Wednesday night against the Brewers with Sanga on the mound. And you make an argument that Sanga and Mailu were relatively similar pitchers. Sanga's probably a bit better. But the Mets were still minus 145. And this team's not good. So my point is, I think the Mets are still overvalued blindly. I'm assuming the Mets will be favored in this game. So... I'm going to take the Giants because why would I want to lay with a team that's 36 and 44? The Mets are a bad baseball team. They're a bad managed team. They're potentially cursed, but I do think the Giants, once again, are in second place in the division. They're a solid baseball team, and I think they're better than the Mets right now. Mets, by the way, is 17 back of first place. They're only four games up on the Nationals, so they're six and a half back of third place. So if you have a fourth place team that's favored in a game, while eight games under 500, I'm not going to pick you. So give me the Giants in the uh, the undecided matchup here in the actual battle of pitchers. And then moving on to the next series, you have a three-game set back in San Francisco against the Mariners. And for this one, you have Webb taking on Wu. Now, Webb was not good against the Blue Jays, got shelled in the first couple innings. Wu, though, has been better as the season has gone on. Overall, relative unknown, as he is only 23, but he did struggle. He got killed in his first outing, or one of his first outings against Texas. And since then, he has given up less than three earned in each of the last four starts. Now, he's not going any length, though. He has gone less than six innings in each of those four outings, but once again, not giving up runs is a good start. And he's also struck out a decent amount of guys, as he has had at least seven strikeouts in three of his last four outings. But I do think looking at this matchup here, Seattle's another one of those teams that had a lot of expectations going into the year, and it appears last year might have been a bit of a fugazi. They're not officially screwed because they're only three games under, but damn, I thought Seattle would be better than this, and they're not. They're three games under. They're currently in fourth place in the AL West. They're four and a half back of the Angels and the Astros for the you know third spot again, but still... Seattle's just not a good baseball team, and they strike out a lot. They really don't do a good job of, I'd say, quality at bat produce producing, and they tend to try to swing for the fences all the time. So they really don't generate a lot of quality at bats, and they don't generate as many runs as they should based on the talent on paper. So I'm not sold on Seattle. Giants at home, 23 and 19. Seattle on the road, 16 and 22. I am aware Webb once again has not been as good lately. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna put faith in him to piece it together in this one. And I will go with the Giants to win the series opener against Seattle. Now moving on to the next game in this series, you have 
a matchup once again where we only have one pitcher. We have Logan Gilbert, who's listed for Seattle. So to go through this one, Gilbert this season has been a mixed bag because when he's been bad, it's been really bad. When he's been good, it's been really good. Last two starts, though, he was solid. 12 and a third innings pitched, three earned runs allowed. Was good against Baltimore last start. Only gave up one run in seven innings. So Gilbert is entering this game, putting his best foot forward. Now his home road splits are pretty much identical because on the road this season, a bit more a larger sample size, but 4-1 record, 4.11 ERA compared to a 4-flat ERA at home. But you're looking at his last two starts, once again, 2.19 ERA. He's been pretty good. Uh, to pull up his numbers, though, against the Giants' active batters, he doesn't have any stats. So once again, it is really tough to fully gauge who I think is going to win this game when Gilbert's been decent, but I don't know who's pitching for the Giants. So for the sake of this one, I think I'm going to lean to Gilbert in this one. Gilbert, I think, is a pretty good pitcher. Once again, kind of average in the grand scheme of things, but he maybe is in good form. I'll back him and the Mariners to even up the series. And moving into the final game of the episode, I didn't mention, by the way, there is a, a day off on Thursday. So for next episode, we'll be starting off on Friday. But either way, uh, looking at the Wednesday game, once again, no pitcher listed for the Giants. But for the Mariners, you have Bryce Miller on the mound, who is extremely young, only 24 years old. And he's been up and down. And he was really good in two straight starts, six innings, one run against the Mariners, seven innings, one run against the White Sox. Then he kind of got shelled a bit, four and a third, six, uh, four and a third, three runs against the Orioles last outing. So he was really bad against the Yankees, four and two thirds, eight runs, two and a third, seven runs against the Rangers. But then he kind of turned it around and then he was meh against Baltimore. Now I am going to mention the home road splits for Miller because he has been a lot better at home than on the road on the road this season 4.85 ERA at home 3.03 so I have to at least point out that Miller has been a much better pitcher at home than on the road 3.88 ERA though with a 0.97 whip the whip's good so you make an argument that maybe he'll be able to avoid letting guys get on base but that does imply that the Giants will not hit a couple of home runs which they might but for this one I think I'm going to go with the Giants here. Miller's road numbers are a bit concerning, and with his recent struggle against the Orioles and what he did against the Yankees and the Rangers, I am concerned those two good starts might have been a bit fluky, and with him being young, there is a chance with more film that he's going to struggle moving forward until he makes some adjustments. So give me the Giants to win the series finale there against the Mariners on Wednesday. Well, once again, to recap the actual picks for this episode, I'm going to go with the Giants on the Thursday game against the uh, Blue Jays. I'm going to go with the uh, Giants again on the Friday game against the Mets. I'll take the Mets first five run line and the under in that Saturday game. And for Sunday, I'll lean to the Giants and not knowing who's pitching for either team. On Monday, give me the Giants with Webb. On Tuesday, give me the Mariners with Gilbert. And on Wednesday, Give me the Giants against Miller. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We're back once again next week doing the same thing. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.